You're listening to the Tapis Paranormal Talking Point Podcast, a show that discusses various aspects of the paranormal world, with paranormal news, ghost stories, interviews, and much more. And without further ado, let's get into some talking points. Hi guys, Scott here from Tapis Paranormal, and welcome back to another episode of the Tapis Paranormal Talking Point Podcast. So, as you may have seen, I've recently been doing some interviews with various people, and today I've got another one for you. Today I'm joined by Lozzie, and we talk about a number of things. Lozzie is obviously a sceptic, which, compared to my two previous guests, is very different. Um, Jordan and Maya are both believers in the paranormal. Lozzie is not. So, we go over a number of topics, things that, you know, he thinks may impact the paranormal what he thinks ghosts may be, any stories he's heard from friends and family, as well as what he thinks of some of the events that have happened both to him and to Jordan, Maya, myself. We had a nice sort of half an hour talk, and hopefully you enjoy. So, Lozzie, thank you for joining me. I'm enjoying being here. I watched a couple of your, um, I watched a couple of clips with Maya that you yes. did interview your podcast you did with Maya that was pretty good so I'm enjoying or looking forward to the questions that I'm going to get asked hopefully I'll give you some good answers cool fingers crossed yeah so we've only met once which was in a abandoned fort in what felt like the middle of the night despite the fact it was about six o'clock yeah in a very dark part of the year (laughs) um yeah it was a it was an interesting time it was very strange occasion to meet you for the first time i guess yeah i mean that is the same way i met jordan maya and bailey as well first time i met them was when we turned up at the ancient ram inn so <laughs> there is a pattern emerging yeah um just people just going to paranormal uh, just um, jump straight in i guess yeah so you i assume would describe yourself as quite skeptical yes yeah, Something yeah. That i think a lot of people would agree um mm. Obviously, you've been on a few sort of paranormal-ish investigations. You've been dragged along by Jordan to several. Yeah. You did the Haunted Forest with Apma. Yes. Um, you obviously went to the other Haunted Forest with Jordan with the knife in the tree. Yes, yeah, we did that, yeah. Uh, I think you went to Harwich Fort. Yeah, that was the one. That was probably the f- I think that was the first one I went. I remember doing with with him. I think that, I think that was Jordan's sort of intro into it as well. Yeah, that was um, like probably first feature length, like sort of special video. Yeah. on paranormal paranormal stuff. Ooh. So, would you say you have an interest in the paranormal? Uh, not to the extent obviously Jordan has, mm-hmm. and, and I guess to a certain extent yourself, obviously. Um, I have questions. I have questions, but I don't. It's not something that. I mean, Jordan's built his career around paranormal stuff and true crime and that sort of stuff. So obviously he's going to have a bigger interest in it than me or more stakes on the line, I guess, than me for it. But there's questions I have and it would be interesting to find out the answers if we could find out definitively. But yeah, I can't say I'm like, it's it's not a hobby, it's not a passion of mine, but it interests me to a certain point. Okay. That makes sense. So, would you say you have any sort of early paranormal memories in terms of 
not necessarily experiences, but in terms of just how you were exposed to it. So, you know, TV shows that you may have seen or horror movies, that sort of thing. Yeah, so I remember watching... I remember watching when I was quite young, Goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really remember that much from it, to be honest, other than the the theme tune. Um, so I don't know if that is leads to anything like it weren't that good in my mind i don't know um i remember being scared of the dark mm-hmm. um i remember th- like sort of the I, I suppose most people probably feel this but you feel like someone's behind you if you're in the dark running up the stairs to your bedroom as quickly as possible yeah, turning the lights so, off and just bolting yeah but other than that i don't i don't really feel like i've had that much exposure to, i've i've never really been a fan of horror films mm-hmm. just because i find most of them to be uh, borderline stupid um but there are good ones like yeah. i've seen good horror films that have kind of unsettled me um hereditary is one that i always go to it's not really like an out and out horror but no, it it's did. more of a sort of psychological sort of yeah. um but yeah i i think I've not really had that much exposure to it as as I've grown up, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I watch the odd occasional horror, but it's not really like my main genre cool. of normal TV show to go to. Okay, so obviously you've visited a number of weird locations that we spoke about before uh, for sort of paranormal intentions. Are there any of the places you've been that made you sort of question things, or at least made you sort of? contemplate i don't for going to the the fort where i I used to live where i grew up the latest one we did Mm -hmm. i didn't really think there was much going on there just because i feel like it's too familiar yeah um i used to like go there pretty much a couple of times a week when i was growing up because my granddad used to take me for a walk we used to go there with my cousins and play football on the on the field there, mm-hmm. uh, run about, do all what stupid stuff like climbing the walls, which you're not allowed to do, but we did it. Um, so yeah, I don't really feel like I felt anything on that one. The Harwich one, I did feel strange at points, but I think that was just because we had two uh, people there who were, one was basically leading us around, another one was another paranormal investigator, yeah. and they did also have a medium there. And they kind of were telling stories and sometimes you get wrapped up in the story mm-hmm. about what they're saying rather than the actual the, the actual contents of what's happening around you. Yeah, it kind of impacts you, I guess, in that sort of yeah. way. You feel the way they're trying to make you feel. Yes, yeah, exactly. So I think there's a couple of times where they said something unsettling about a particular person who they claimed to be there. And it, it just it does give you a bit of a chill. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't remember being absolutely like, scared or frightened or thinking there was truly something with us um the the knife in the tree um is the one that jordan always references as to kind of one of the tipping points for him it's i can't explain it it's one of those things that i can't explain i don't know why it happened or how it happened and it's weird but it still doesn't drive me to think that there's it was something to do with I feel that there are logical explanations for it yes so do you have any sort of family or friends with experiences that you Uh, know of I mean my my other half said she's had experiences with um sort of spirits or paranormal stuff I think my granddad also has had a couple of 
paranormal experiences. I think the one that I only remember from my granddad was, it was literally where we first went in to the Roman fort before we actually got there, there's like a cemetery yeah. and a church just before we go on the track towards the, the fort. He has, for reference, he has multiple family members buried in there. Like, mm-hmm. um, So I feel like that needs to be said before I say what I'm about to say. But he feels like he saw a family member in the graveyard as he was walking past. Uh, that's all he really said to me. I didn't really, it was, I was quite young when he told me, so I didn't really pry into it. But that was the one that my granddad said he saw. My my girlfriend, she's had a couple. The one that sticks out is when she was in um, one of the previous houses her mum and her mum and her lived in. She said that she felt like there was a presence in the the house mm-hmm. uh, and a, this particular area where she thought or she felt like it was the like emanating from. It did turn out that that was the particular room um, that he died in, apparently. Um, so that, that was her paranormal experience okay. that I remember. Cool. Okay. So that's, yes, there's some interesting bits there. Like you say, the family member, uh, one, it sort of is a, like you say, if that's a place where family members are buried, mm. it's almost, a, I guess a, you know, unintentional thing. You'll be thinking about it, which may, I guess, almost trick the brain into it. Potentially. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. So, okay. Um, Obviously, of all of the locations you visited, what would you say out of them is your favourite in terms of the one that just felt sort of the weirdest, I guess? Um, I think it's probably Harwich, to be honest. Um, it was a really cool location. It's, it's, I can't really remember what it, what it was. I don't know if it's like a battlement or a, a sort of artillery point or a point near the sea. I don't really know what strategic mm-hmm. value it had, but it was literally a cylinder shape. So you walked around it and it was just rooms that led on to other rooms and you'd walk in a circle. Yeah. Um, and that had, I think the thing that made that quite eerie was the fact, obviously they're at night. So everything's elevated because of the dark, mm-hmm. but also the rooms were really weird layouts and shapes because of the fact that it was circular you can never see straight lines you can never see straight through a corridor Mm -hmm. unless you're looking from one side of the circle to the other and i felt like that always made it you know you're thinking about what's around the corner um every time you're walking into a new room Mm -hmm. that that just felt weird but also it had a lot of historical points there that were quite quite good that they brought up there i mean i can't remember any of them but I remember it being quite heavy on the historical points. Okay. So this is quite an open-ended question that I've asked to both Jordan and Maya previously. Okay. It's one that I think you will have a very different take on. Mm. And it's sort of the question of what is a ghost or what to you would you say, you know, a ghost is for other people? What, uh... What do you think other people are experiencing or seeing? Do you think it's all in the head? Do you think it's a physical thing that we can't explain? I don't I don't really have a definitive answer. I guess because my exposure to um spirits, ghosts, paranormal stuff has been limited to only the th- basically the three occasions mm-hmm. that 
I've been with Jordan on the investigations and obviously media like films and TV that I've watched. I mostly think that what people see is a projection of something that's already in their mind. Mm-hmm. That is my only logical explanation for things if there's no other thing obvious that's caused that. Um, the only other thing I would probably say is that maybe people do mistake things that you wouldn't even think of being a possibility, but it turns out, you know, if you have something in this position, this wind makes this noise and the door makes this noise. Mm-hmm. It, I think a lot of the time it can be logically explained, but you don't necessarily go to that place when you're in that situation. Like if yeah. you hear something creak, you don't necessarily think that's a door or a floor floorboard you might think there's something nefarious or a spirit mm-hmm. or something so that's what i feel people experience but it doesn't necessarily make it a, a spirit or a ghost i guess yep. is what what i feel okay so i assume and i think we spoke of it briefly at before you saw the ancient ramin video mm, yeah specifically the mirror yes what are your thoughts on that I know you went into it briefly in that sort of video, but just yeah. to recap. I mean, I I believe, I believe everyone, basically Jordan, you, Myron, Bailey, that were there, I believe you all that you wouldn't stage that. Mm-hmm. So I believe that it was done via something else, whether it be um, maybe someone not even noticing that they've they've touched it or something rubbing mm-hmm. up against it that you weren't even involved in. Um, I feel like that's the more logical ex- explanation okay. for other than obviously, but it does seem very weird. Yeah. That that it, it would unsettle me if I was there at the time and I'd experienced that firsthand, it would unsettle me. Definitely. Yeah. It, it, would, it definitely unsettled us. <laughs> you know, it unsettled everyone by the looks of it. And uh, yeah, I mean, just the way that Jordan kind of and Maya to when I think it cuts to Maya in the video afterwards and she's like almost in tears. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, it, it would have had a very um, weird effect on me if I'd experienced it firsthand. I still, I still can't say that it's definitive. Yeah, no, of course, obviously until it happens to you. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So, Obviously, you did an Estes method at the um, Roman fort when we visited. What were your thoughts on that as a sort of method and, you know, compared to what you were thinking it was leading into it? Uh, I've only ever been on the receiving end of someone saying what they're hearing in their headphones. So I've never actually experienced it firsthand of actually listening to what's being fed back through the headphones. My I think I said it in the video. My one big surprise was how quick it channel like goes through mm-hmm. the channels, um, which is something that did take me by surprise because I just assumed it would be maybe a channel every other like you know quarter of a second or something like that. But it is much faster. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, I felt on my go that I didn't really get a lot. I can't really remember what I said. I, I don't know if. Um, I said maybe like two or three words. So that... there were a couple of yeah, a couple of names. I think you got through. I think I'm sure the name Tom came through on Tom, your yeah. go. Yeah, uh, and then we got a little bit distracted by some sort of screeching, yeah, demon or potentially an owl, depending on which comments you listen to. Um, 
yeah, which kind of interrupted yours as I sort of dived for your torch. <laughs> yeah. I I don't... I couldn't hear it at all. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear it. I only just saw you and Jordan react as if something has just literally like startled both of you. Um, I went to take a headphone off, but then I was like, well, you're not running. Neither of you are running, so I'll keep keep the headphone on. I then did take one off. I still didn't hear it the second time when it when it. Yeah, screamed. no, I think I think the second time you just put it back on again, or you were just putting them back on again as it went yeah. again. Yeah. It was, I think, now I think it was definitely an owl. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. But I think yeah, I think there was that initial sort of. It's pitch black. You've got the only good torch. You can't actually respond to us. We don't know what that is. Yeah. Is it again? Because it sounded like it was on top of the wall behind us as well, which is quite. You know, a significant height. That's not going to just be a person or something. It's like, hang on a minute, what is that? Yeah, it must have been because I only heard it back really through the video, mm-hmm. and I don't know how well the video captured the sound of it. But it must have been, must have been louder in reality to what it was in the video, yeah. because it didn't sound as bad in the video, and this obviously just the way it's been picked up from the mic. Um, but I feel like the reaction that you and Jordan gave made it feel like it was worse in person mm-hmm. than it was in the video. Um, but like I said, that yeah. I had no idea <laughs> what was going I on. I think we we were both, oh. yeah, we were both a bit too startled. I think to uh, explain to you what was happening as well. Yeah, it was sort yeah. of we were trying to work out what it was. While you were trying to work out what we were trying to, you know, find. Yeah, because uh, Jordan. Um... <laughs> I don't know if it was the mic that fell off the camera. Uh, I yeah, think it was as, the... as he turned, as he turned, yeah. I think the mic fell off, and it was like it became an entire thing because he turned so quickly because it took him yeah. sort of that shockingly. He reached terminal terminal velocities. He's flung the microphone off, and yeah, yeah. Okay, so obviously it's a fairly big planet we live on. It is. <laughs> I don't know why that's the I went for that question. Um, are there any locations? haunted or even historic that you'd really like to visit not necessarily from a paranormal point of view but for a place that may have some paranormal history i guess uh i guess well there's i've i've got several locations in mind one of them i've already actually been to um i don't know whether there's a lot of paranormal stuff that's happened there but vatican vatican city um which i just went as a historical point of view mm-hmm. uh, it was a brilliant experience to go there but i don't know if there's any really um paranormal stories i'm sure there probably is so uh, it obviously it's sort of the home of exorcisms and right. demons so it's fairly i think from that point of view there's a lot of sort of things tied to it but i don't know if there's anything you know like you say directly there i mean i don't know whether because when when i went there it was 2017 i don't know whether they would have actively advertised the fact that that was the home of uh, exorcisms and that um but yeah that's that was one of the places that was in my mind that i wanted to always go in terms of any future places i want to go um i can't really think any of the top of my head to be honest historical places normally i would say are pretty heavily linked with paranormal stuff anyway yeah um so yeah i i'd probably say any historical place really within reason is going to have some sort of like link to paranormal i guess it cool. just seems that way yeah it's definitely like you say, it's definitely tied i think places 
obviously to make a place fairly historic, something fairly dramatic has to have happened there. True, and yeah. that always seems to be tied to, I guess, to the paranormal in terms of the various different theories for why ghosts yeah. are there or why hauntings happen. Yeah, what, one thing I wish I did do when I was, because I was in York quite a lot um, in, I think it was 2018. I think I, I travelled there quite a lot um, for work. One thing I wish I did do was I walked down the shambles and I went to the York the York Dungeons, um, which is is basically a tourist attraction to be honest. Mm-hmm. But um, more the shambles. I know they did a, a like a kind of ghost walk where you go to certain places in at night time, and the shambles is meant to be one of the places that is historically quite heavy with paranormal stuff. So yeah. that would probably would be cool to do that. Um, but yeah, I, unfortunately I didn't because I was there for work. That's fair. So I guess, are there any sort of things you're interested in that are kind of paranormal, but not, you know, not specifically ghosts? So UFOs, aliens, cryptids, uh, psychics, etc. Obviously, APMA is fairly tied in, in some ways, to cryptids and UFOs. Yeah, we do a lot of content or have done a lot of content on ufos and cryptids as well i'd probably say out of all of them like whether it be ghost spirits you know paranormal in general aliens i'd probably say aliens and ufos are probably top of the list if i had to put them in order mm-hmm. um just because i feel like there's more interest in that so i like sci-fi so i'm probably going to be a bit bit more interested in in aliens and UFOs and that sort of stuff over paranormal um, spirits and sort of stuff like that. Okay. So in terms of cryptids, um, are there any that you believe in more than others? Are there any you sort of think about and go, that one's plausible, obviously compared to some that are very much not? Uh, I don't really know if any, I think any of them are plausible. I think there are ones that are more plausible Mm -hmm. than others. Um, I think something like Bigfoot is more plausible than something like the Jersey Devil um, because there is, however minute, a link between that creature and something that has either lived or lives now, mm-hmm. whereas the Jersey Devil seems like a big jump from... <laughs> from reality almost. Yeah, a big jump from reality. Yeah. So, obviously, you have a slightly personal link to the Mothman. I do, yeah. Given that you uh, appeared in a video once. <laughs> with with the Mothman, mm-hmm. or on behalf of the bo- Mothman. Yes. Um, Mothman is... I, li- I like the idea that there's a man that's also a moth. I've, it's I've, a good concept. Yeah. Because you get... Uh, Depends how it's depicted, but the way that I've seen it depicted is literally a man with wings with sort of red eyes yeah. and antennas on, on top of his head. Um, I would love, to be honest, I'd love to see that if it was true. I'd love to be able to see the Mothman. I think the whole idea behind Mothman is cool. Uh, it also links into um, a game that I, or a franchise mm-hmm. that I like all out that had it in one of their games as like a a mythical creature in that so that like kind of piqued my interest but yeah i think the whole story around it is brilliant the festival that they hold for mothman is brilliant and i'd, I'd love to go just it to would, see it would be great 
just I think if Jordan could take all of us and we would all go, I think that would be great just to yeah. document what goes on there. Um, what are your thoughts on Mothman being an omen of death, or I guess just generally omens of death? <sighs> Mothman and omen death. I wouldn't put. I I wouldn't link the two personally, just mm-hmm. from what I've seen. But I feel like omens of death come in very different packages. You have omens of death, like the um, the Mayans who had a thought around a certain date, mm-hmm. um, and certain pre- events preceding that would be an omen of death. But the actual idea that there's a creature or a being that is the omen of death, it doesn't doesn't really compute for me it's not again i put my logical hat on and i'm like i don't it doesn't make sense to me doesn't mean it's not true but mm-hmm. it just doesn't make sense to me that's fair enough and i think the sort of final question um what do you sort of hope to i guess find within the paranormal so obviously you're continuing to go to um paranormal locations i think we've got one coming up early next year that yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I'm allowed to say you're coming to, but you're coming to. <laughs> I've been asked. I, I, I don't know if that's been announced yet anywhere else, but... There you go, you've got an exclusive. What do you hope to sort of, I guess, experience yourself there? Uh, I don't necessarily feel like I have to experience anything. I'm I'm there more, really, because I think it will be enjoyable just to have a group of us mm-hmm. do it. And I'd be interested to see... I mean, where we're going looks like it'll have a lot of information around the sort of paranormal stuff, which is the entire reason we're going. But it'll be interesting to see what they have to offer. Whether I need to have the questions answered that I have, I don't necessarily think I do. This is the thing I I kind of link back to the start. For Jordan and yourself and um, people who follow Jordan, the answers that they want, they they kind of not necessarily need but the want is more mm-hmm. on their side than mine for me it'd be interesting to find out but it's not of paramount yeah. importance for me whether it gets answered okay. whereas for jordan the whole thing is to kind of find out the truth um so and that's what he's based his his career around on his channel mm-hmm. so the stakes are higher for jordan than they are for me but it, it will be fun it'll be funny probably in parts it'll be interesting to see what happens and that's kind of where i am with it i'm not looking into it going i need to have this answered or i want that specific thing answered i'm not looking at that and thinking i need to come away in there thinking that either spirits are real ghosts are real or it's all fake um so yeah i'm just looking forward to us doing it cool and i guess one thing i've just kind of thought of as an extra question almost what would it take for you to definitively i guess decide the paranormal is real you know is what one event i guess kind of would it be a ghost standing in front of you or would it be you know something floating in front of you something moving in front of you etc i think it would have to be something very substantial just because if i see if i see a figure in a hallway and I know it's none of anyone else that I'm with, I, I'm not going to think that's a spirit without there being some, something very substantial. Mm-hmm. So like I say, if it was a ghost in front of me and I witnessed the ghost firsthand and I couldn't explain it any other way, then a more 
you know, I'm more towards the side of thinking that I've just had a paranormal experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, like but, you say, it it's kind. It's almost a scientific experiment. It needs to be controlled. Yes, it is very yeah. much the if there's a figure down a hallway and you know for a fact there's nobody else down that hallway. Yeah, I guess that adds a lot more credibility than. Mm. To a degree, I guess when you know when Jordan Meyer and that go to the abandoned buildings, um, obviously there could there legitimately could be someone there. Yes, yeah. Whereas I think the more the ancient Ram Inn and Thirty East Drive are controlled a little bit yeah. more, yeah. controlled access obviously makes it that little bit more scientific. If you were to see a figure at the end of a hallway in that one, when you know there's no one else in the building. Yeah. I guess that raises more questions, which, sure. okay, yeah. I mean, that is, a, obviously, it's a good approach. It's good to have someone sceptical. I feel like previously Jordan was sceptical. And I feel like he's kind of lost that in the last sort of, I guess, three or four investigations he's done where things have happened. Yeah, I feel like it is probably, I feel like the first tipping point was that knife in the tree. Mm-hmm. And then once the mirror thing happened at the ram in i think that's where it fully switched yeah that was the point Uh, where there was there's not a lot of skepticism i mean bailey's still skeptical yeah but i think currently it very much outweighs myself jordan meyer are all very much i think on the believing side yeah now um which again going i think going into the ancient ramen i wasn't necessarily convinced now i think i find it difficult to argue purely based on the events of that night um at least argue that there's something i don't necessarily know what mm. but just something that i can't explain which again is also the driving factor i think going forward for me <laughs> um sorry someone outside decided they wanted to like rev their bike but yeah okay so I think that brings us to the end of it. That's all the questions I've got. Is there anything you'd like to add at all? Uh, I'd probably, if if it's okay with you, I'd like to ask you a question, to be okay. honest. Um, out of all the stuff that you did at the Ramming, because that was the, I think that was the time where I saw the most equipment or most means tested and how you communicate with mm-hmm. the ghosts and spirits and stuff. What do you think is the most effective or are there any equipment that you don't fully believe in the potential of it? So I find EMF to be questionable. Obviously the EMF detector is a series of lights. It flashes. I don't know enough about, I guess, electricity um, about just, you know, I know they detect electromagnetic fields. I don't know anything about electromagnetic fields other than that when we're in the middle of a roman fort for example there shouldn't be any to my understanding because everything is stone and yeah i don't know if they i don't know if they can appear and disappear naturally i it's that sort of i I guess to a degree when they people say there's static in the air um you know when the air feels slightly staticky i guess when there's thunder and lightning around i don't know if that can affect it so i guess that's my you know, that going off and knowing that it can be caused by things like phones and radios, even though we don't have them on us. And if we do, they're, you know, aeroplane mode, etc. It's kind of that knowing that that could potentially set them off. It kind of adds that 
I guess, questionable uh, question to my head of, is this actually going off because there's a ghost there? Or yeah. could it be explained by something I don't understand? But yeah, I think that's the only one that I'm, I'm very, like, obviously the Estes method, the spirit box. I sort of understand the concept of it. Again, I don't know enough about radio waves to know for sure, but the concept that they can sort of alter them and speak through them in some way kind of makes sense to me in the sense that I, I don't have anything that can disprove that. Mm, yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's it for me with those. Okay. Because the, the only other thing I, I remember is the, I can't remember what it's called, but you had a, it was like a chain and yes. it would sway. That's the pendulum, uh, yeah. Pendulum, yeah. I That just intrigued me because that was quite weird to watch to be honest so that that was a very last minute thing that was i think about three days before we went to the ancient ram in i went on amazon typed in paranormal tools and just started scrolling through the pages yeah. and I, I stumbled across that and thought okay i understand the concept of it it's a you hold it still it swings because you know alterations in the air and it's kind of a if it's answering your questions accurately it's you know, it's another interesting thing that may or may not have some credibility to it. Right, okay. Again, it's not so. It's something that I don't really see in... I haven't really seen it in anything else, you know, any other paranormal shows or any other investigations I've seen. Um, but it's one of those things that I guess it's almost a... It can't hurt to try it. Yeah. Yeah, the more methods you, mm -hmm. you've got, the more likely, I guess, you are to... See if it works. Yeah, I think that's the yeah, I think that's the best way of looking at it. Um, so yeah, so I think that brings us to the end of this. Obviously, you've got the Atom podcast, um, yeah. which I would recommend everyone checks out. Yeah, I, please do. I can't remember the socials, but if you know any of them, feel free to shout them out now. Uh, we've got so Atma just at Atma podcast is most of the socials that we have. Um, for I think it's that'll be Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, and obviously YouTube. Cool. And then, yeah, so obviously we're going to some haunted places as a group uh, next year. Yeah. And looking forward to those. Yeah, definitely. Like, I would, I like the fact that we're just going as a group. Mm -hmm. I like in time with uh, Maya, Bailey, yourself, and Jordan, obviously. So it'll be, it'll be, at the very least, it'll be fun. It'll be entertaining if nothing else. Yes. Hopefully, something happens, we get some good evidence. Um, mm. But yeah, very worst case, at least we'll have a good night. And yeah. hopefully it will be fun to watch. Yeah, hopefully. Cool. So thanks for joining me, Lozzie. And yeah, that will be it. Uh, thanks for having me. So I just want to say a big thank you to Lozzie for joining me. Please check out the app from a podcast on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And that brings us to the end of this podcast. I've been Scott from Tepper's Paranormal, and I'll see you in the next episode. <laughs>